Hi, everyone. Welcome to What's Your Favorite Scary Movie, our conversation about horror film. This live chat is sponsored by Media Pollution. Media Pollution creates custom sculptures, video walls, and sets, as well as interactive environments made from nostalgic technology, like TVs, boomboxes, speakers, and computers. Find them on Instagram at Media Pollution or email them directly at MediaPollutionTV at gmail.com. Media Pollution. Old technology meets new media. I'm Shani B. And I'm Robert. Today we're talking about Sorority Row and the best Greek life horror movie. Yes. So before we get into it, what else did you watch this week? I got to hear all about it. So I have been really into impeachments, American Horse, American nice. Crime Story. Yes. Yeah. Tell me more about it. You talked a little bit about it when we were doing Stream Queens. But I want to hear how it's been going after, you know, the initial episode. Um, it's really good. We definitely jump back and forth between, um, I mean, not really back and forth, but we get a lot of like the backstory with Linda Tripp at the, in the first episode. We get to really know her and the reason why yes. she, you know, gets so into this and, you know, wants to, I mean, really, I, I guess, you know, who wants to throw the president of the United States under the bus like this? Who wants to get involved in something like this? So the first episode right. is really kind of like setting that up for us, her, you know, purpose in this. And then the second one, or that was the first one. The second one is uh, definitely about Monica, the first time the president kisses her. And I have Ooh. to admit, I'm, I'm definitely a huge junkie when it comes to politics, when it comes to elections. So it was really easy for me to follow. Uh, my husband is not as into politics from way back when which mm. obviously i mean who would be you know we were actually like six seven years old i'm just like <laughs> insane and like look into this stuff all the time but it is love really nostalgia cool seeing, yeah exactly fun seeing you know leading up to the second term election and how monica's moved over to the pentagon away from mm -hmm. Clinton as he begins to run again right. during the election year but it's really good it's really good being yeah. as awesome as monica and i mean i'm sorry but uh i absolutely love uh oh, i'm pausing on her name uh sarah what paulson. is the main sarah paulson yes sarah paulson is the trip is awesome in this i think she is so good and i went into it wanting to hate on her so bad and <laughs> i love when she's the bad guy i think she is so good in this yes same i am a huge fan of her as an actress i feel like she is above and beyond what normally we would get on TV. And I love any time she shows up. It's so exciting. So I'm happy to hear that she continues to be the the best ever. Um, what else? Yeah, what else did you watch this week? Oh, sorry, go ahead. My, my big, the big thing that I've just been watching a lot, in addition to what we watch uh, for this week. But what about you? I mainly am trying to, like, pivot over Malignant, which I see you watch because I want to know so much about it. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know. Girl. Well, I'm still processing it. Um, Was it, it is available. Your... Well, here's the thing. I can't, if for my personal opinion, I'll say it wasn't good, right? That's my personal okay. opinion. However, there is a lot in there that is really entertaining, really cool looking, really well done. It's just as a whole, it does not really come together the way I can only assume he must have thought it would come together. You know, like, it's pretty campy, pretty ridiculous, pretty easy story. I don't know. It was disappointing. I, I'm a huge Annabelle Wallace fan, and I was really hoping for another great 
scary movie of hers. See, I want, so what threw me off with this, because I was super hyped about it too, I saw one teaser trailer and it was just shot from above and it showed her running upstairs into a room, shutting the door Mm -hmm. and hiding. And I was like, I need to see this. And then I saw a longer trailer and it Mm -hmm. kind of reminded me of Doctors. Is that even a movie, the the sequel to The Shining? Yes, Uh, yes. Ooh, Doctor Sleep, pretty fun. But honestly, like, even Doctor Sleep ends up being put together better. uh, Well, the trailer reminded me of that, but I I walked away from it not knowing. I was like, is this a movie like The Conjuring? Am I watching uh, her be, is the house haunted? What am I, is she haunted? It wasn't too clear what we were getting ourselves into. And then I was like, oh, I'm not in. So what is it about? Well, it is about a woman who is experiencing some kind of haunting and we're not really sure if it's actually a haunting or or a real person so there are some there's some fun to be had just trying to figure out where they're going to go with this story but it's an easy story do you want spoilers i feel bad if anyone listening doesn't want spoilers but it's on hbo max so we could do spoilers right yeah i'm i i don't think i'm ever gonna actually watch it maybe maybe if i'm really (laughs) bored but i the, the preview kind of Threw me the trailer threw me off enough where I'm like I'm not really that interested anymore. So yeah, go ahead and I guess just tell me what you can. Totally, totally. So basically, it's just another one of those horror movie stories about when there are twins, uh, what can happen in terms of the psychology and the you know evil twin versus good twin dynamic. And this movie is doing doing a version of playing with that with a little bit of sort of creature feature action. You know, there's sort of body horror going on here too. And that's what I mean when I say there are these cool elements, but ultimately it's so easy. You know, she gets in a fight with her partner. She loses her baby. Someone starts killing a bunch of people connected to her childhood. Um, <laughs> it's That's as much as I can say without spoiling it too much, because I feel like it's worth watching. And maybe you and I can together just like watch and laugh at it. Um, not that, you know, it's it's funny how hard it must have took or how hard it must have been to make this movie. But man, it was by the by like minute 45, minute 50, the theater had begun to laugh. Oh, it's never a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> it's never a good sign uh, when your audience is laughing at your killer when they come on screen now, unless you wanted that. And I guess I'm not yeah. sure if he wanted it. Well, what else? The other thing I'm so excited to tell you about is a super cute documentary on Hulu called The Biggest Little Farm, and it's about a couple of white privileged folks who were living in L.A., pretty successful, but learning what all of us in L.A. know, which is that no matter how successful you are here, the chances of you actually having a home with a yard and land are so small. So (laughs) this couple decides they're going to invest in a big piece of land in Northern California and try to do a very organic, um, natural style farm where the animals that they will have on the farm work together, the crops, the veggies, like it's, it was such a cool experience to watch this and just learn about a lot of the farming properties that today we just like don't care about because all of our farming is like done under creep ass tents and in really despicable conditions. And so this movie was just so great at reminding me that there are still really beautiful ways to uh, I guess, like, live life outside of all of that. And it's really cool. So if you get a chance, you should check it out. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to mention before we transition into the best Greek life horror? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Awesome. Let's jump in. 
how do you feel about you know greek life horror movies as a as a whole or maybe even greek life movies as a whole what are what are some of your favorites um i'm a huge fan of these i think you know uh anything with greek life or is definitely or comedy it's definitely like the perfect cocktail of things um mm-hmm. any, any, anything anything can happen in this um what about you for sure i'm also such yeah a huge fan um i i agree it's such a fun world to play in and it works really well in horror yeah i am trying to figure out ones that were really good i know like scream 2 is one where they're placed in college life it's not really i mean there is the whole sorority aspect i wish we could have gotten deeper into it mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah because I, I love uh omega beta zetas uh i For wish sure. she was a bigger character in that movie to be honest with you sarah michelle geller i wish you were a bigger part in everything too in everything you right why aren't you starring in everything um slumber party <laughs> massacre is a really good d1 from 1982 so um that one actually was written as a comedy but they shot it as a horror uh yes. that's why it is the way it is uh but what about you what are some of the uh, favorites from this genre that you like a lot well, I love the ones you brought in. You know, this is an interesting genre where there's like a few big names, but for the most part, it's still pretty uh, sparse. Like there aren't a lot of them that stay in the sorority house, but I do really love Scream 2 and Slumber Party Massacre. Uh, and of course, I couldn't forget The Skulls from 2000. Yes. Is that Remember? Josh yes. Hartnett. No, not Josh Hartnett. Uh, Casey. Josh Jackson. Josh Josh, yes, yes, yes. The skulls, of course, is the, the tale of two. Yeah, yeah, two rich white guys. Or I guess they're not both rich. Pacey is not rich in this film, but a couple of white dudes at Harvard trying to get into the skull and bones, which is a real thing. And a lot of our presidents are going to go back back to impeachment. We're in it. So, of course, secrets are told and murder ensues. But it's it's one of my favorites. I love rewatching it. Let's see. Um, what about uh, Black Christmas? How do you feel about Black Christmas? Because we covered it in Holiday Horror, and there are three versions of it. But the latest is pretty hardcore, like, Greek life themed. You know what I mean? I so I still haven't seen Black Christmas. I love the Michelle Trachtenberg one in 2006. Um, Hell I yes. Was, I, was, I felt like Black Christmas 2019... Two things. Too soon for a reboot of it. Just way too soon. And also, yes. they gave away the entire plot in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, they did. And it's, yeah, they like, did. they gave away everything, showed me everything. And, you know, uh, circling back to Malignant, where I didn't get enough, and I didn't mm-hmm. explain it, I think Black Christmas, I mean, yeah, Black Christmas 2019 showed me too much. They saw it all. They gave the milk away. I didn't want to pay to That's see it anymore. so true. It's so true. And honestly, it, it isn't really worth it. It My favorite is also the Michelle Trachtenberg. But the original is also much better. You know, the 2019 one just tried too hard to hit the Greek life thing on the nose and, and like attack Greek life. And Greek life horror movies do that already. You don't have to double down on it. You know, <laughs> most of them are already trying to teach a lesson to the kids in Greek life to be nicer people. So you don't have to like go overboard the way that it really felt like the 2019 Black Christmas was just like slapping me across the face. <laughs> you know what Which, I mean? Which I mean, honest. Yeah, no, 100%. I wish I had gotten that experience. We were too busy at drama school to get that <laughs> Greek life. 
Um, but I think about it all the time. I'm like, I would have killed it uh, there. JK. But I definitely, I, I'm like, I had a, something to have seen. Yes, it would have been a lot of fun, but I was fortunate enough to have a couple friends who participated at their school. So I did go to some parties and play Greek life, um, which is, I think, another reason why I love this. Uh, genre because we didn't get it so i do love basically playing in it in a movie um same same yeah the last one i wanted to mention was of course the jamie lee curtis one from 1980 terror train you ever see uh yep 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 costume party on a train new year's eve uh like a year later after a terrible prank gone wrong standard of course. Um, and it's a fun costume party. So in Terror Train, the killer keeps changing costumes, which is really sick. So it's it's a good one. And it's definitely one of my faves in this category. Um, but, you know, my, my favorite is coming up. So any anything else you want to mention before we transition into Sorority Row? No, I'm actually really excited to chat about this. Yay. Okay, great. So thanks again, everybody listening in. This is, of course, What's Your Favorite Scary Movie? We just wrapped talking about the best Greek life horror, and now we're going to break down the 2009 film, Sorority Row. Yes. If you haven't seen it, it's about a group of sorority sisters who find themselves being hunted by a killer after covering up a prank gone wrong that led to the death of their house sister after. So let's talk about this movie. Are you a fan? I fucking love this movie. I'm obsessed with this movie. I love this (laughs) movie. Yeah, I, I fucking love it. Right? It's Uh, a really good remake, a perfect sort of like slasher for teens, really, really good score and music, like the dragging tire iron, the all the music throughout. It's it's better than most most cheaply made horror movies, you know? Oh yeah. Like the opening it's just so funny to me. Like this shit for sure happens. And not sure if it still does, you know, now in twenty twenty one with all the hazing, but it's just we get all the best worse uh the uh sorority and fraternities and you know what i was thinking while watching this um mm. i don't even know if after watching this two which you know <laughs> is about sororities and how they're not able to throw parties i was like could they be is this even could they even have thrown these parties in this movie like is that one of the bylaws is that real or not do we know that I think that that is real, actually. Um, the sororities are not supposed to be the ones that throw the parties. The frats are supposed to throw them, but they're supposed to basically have like sisters, like sister frats. So uh, I think I think that's how they get away with it. But that's third hand. I haven't had a confirmation of that. And I do know that when I used to go to sororities, like the girls themselves party, they just couldn't have like a sanctioned party. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that was really, that that came to mind when I was watching this uh, awesome sorority party at the very beginning. So good. I love it too. It just perfectly sets the tone for what you're in for with this movie. And to just mention some of the top tier ladies that we get to enjoy. The Queen Rumor Willis is here trying to be an actress in the beginning. I love it. <laughs> Are you yeah, a fan? Yeah, she, um, uh, yeah think it's not easy being in movies so i can't I, shit on her too much I, I think it's very hard to be on camera and be subtle and act um so i think yes. she did but she was okay i mean it's hard to be the kid of two survived. yeah i mean i knew she had to she is the rue so of course she was gonna have to survive yeah. just because of the clout 
But I feel like it's got to be so hard to be the kid of two huge actors and then like step yeah. on screen and be like, oh, here I go, I'm going to try. But I do I'm have such try. a sweet spot for her. You know, she's such a little sweet kitty in this movie, just like screaming and crying the entire time. And the ADR of her scream throughout is the best. It makes me laugh every time. Uh, yeah, I mean, she was good for sure. And then Audrina, we can't forget Audrina's star turn as opening prank sister. Amazing. I I love the time capsule that Audrina is, much like Paris Hilton. Oh, no, yeah. Megan Blair is, no, for sure. She, that really set the year for me. I was like, we're we're in pills right now. Yeah, we are. So that's what really set this for me i thought she was really good too was the thing i thought she was more natural than rumor mm-hmm. that's why for I was, sure i, I mean rolls it almost a little bit well that's the thing is it like the rue has a character that isn't as fun to play like she's the one who isn't having the same kind of totally campy fun that like jamie chung gets to have and margot harshman get to have like she basically only gets the one little piece and she does a great job with it um, but it isn't, it doesn't get to be as memorable as maybe like <laughs> Andrina's amazing. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about that scene, but I just want to touch on, uh, how, how much I love Jamie Chung. I love that she's here. I love that she too comes from reality TV. So it's a couple of reality gals in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Good to know. Good to know. Real what world San Diego. Uh, uh, real world San Diego. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. She was really good. It's true. Like, like, she's probably the best actress in this cast. Like, legit. Really? Um, everybody Leah does Pipes a good job. Really but good. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I guess I'm excluding Leah Pipes because she is, like, a step up from all of these women as, like, clearly older than them. Right? Like, not meaning she's yeah. old, but she's definitely not their same age. <laughs> she was definitely... I loved her. I... Yeah, I was uh, the final girl free... They pronounce her last name? Uh, I think it's, I'm going to go with a vegan or a vegan, maybe. A like vegan. she's a vegan. <laughs> a vegan. Um, <laughs> she was, uh, she was okay to, um, once again, you know, it's there yeah, in the it's... film. It's not easy, so I can't shut on it too much. Um, but overall, I thought it was a really great cast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, Margo is pretty happy. For sure, for sure. I love that Margot Harshman is here, but I have to shout out to the fact that she is the most mistreated of this cast of women. You know, none of oh, them have sure. an easy job. But yeah, she, first of all, she was on Even Stevens from Disney. I think you might remember. Of and I course. loved her forever. Um, but she, like, you know, has to play a character that everybody looks at as this, like, slob. The opening line for her is someone being like, go get me a beer and a BJ. Like, she just gets. She gets totally shafted, uh, pun intended. And it's and a bummer because she's so like funny. So gruesome. She's so funny. Yes. She's funny and gross. <laughs> funny and gross. Right. It's like she even she does a good job here. And you know, this is a this is a an easy horror movie where these women did not have to be that good. And they're each kind of just perfectly matched. It's such a good group. Yeah. But yeah. I oh. think they for sure complement <laughs> each other. Yes. And a fun little anecdote is I was just watching a random movie on Amazon Prime and I discovered that the lead here, Brie, uh, like Brie, that her dad was also an actor. Like on the screen, I just saw her last name and I was like, oh, that's weird. I wonder if they're related. And it was her dad. Oh, <laughs> was what's like, her dad? Yes, bitch. Well, he's a TV actor, but he's been in like 115 things. 
So oh, he's like shit. crazy prolific. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, she comes from like a legit legacy family and there's something kind of cool about a couple legacies in this movie too. 100%. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Perfect. Yes. Um, but yeah, let's, let's dig into some of the best parts of this movie because you mentioned Chugs and her terrible early demise. Uh, also the line, I don't have time to play catch me, rape me. Ouch. In 2021. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> uh, it was super, uh, the whole thing was really interesting to me because the, I don't, once again, I, I've never been in a fraternity. Um, mm-hmm. I know like, you know, stuff on resumes and it opens doors. It's kind of a fun club you're in all the rest of your right. life. But they really yep. took like, the motto to heart, you know, after they <laughs> threw that body down the well, they were like secrecy, solidarity, da da da. And I was like, they're really serious about the sorority. I mean, just like the skulls, that people take this shit really seriously. And that's something I love about this movie too, is it it aims so much higher than just one prank. Like in the open, it's a prank on prank on prank. You know, they're basically pranking cast to show uh, you know, that Audrina is is uh, going to get Garrett on camera and they're pranking Garrett by pretending Audrina is dead. And then they prank Audrina because Garrett kills her by accident. So it's just prank like, on prank on prank. <laughs> right. And then they're just like, oh, and by the way, we're all going to say you did it if you don't keep quiet. Like, ouch. Um, yeah. And it's just so quick. To, they're all so quick to turn on each other. Obviously, we'll get to this a little further down about like what would we do in this situation. But um, there were a lot of moments. All the motives in this were really interesting. Uh, I, I don't know. I, and you know what I've come to realize? It's the same recipe in a lot of these movies. Revenge. You know? Like, For I sure. Know and it's always a prank. Revenge. It's always. Right, yeah, right. It's not, and it's just like, I don't know how good. I, I think of anything, yeah. It'd be an interesting mm. thing if it happened to well, me. But with all these girls, it's interesting watching how they're all affected by it. I, there's no fucking way I'd stay with the sorority afterwards, you know? No. And what's crazy is this one is about revenge in many ways, but that's also not what it's about. It sort of takes the sorority thing of like, you guys pulled this prank on me and humiliated me, so I'm going to come back and kill you. And it just uses that as a red herring. Like, actually, I don't care that you killed someone. I just need to make sure none of your stupid bitch friends get you in trouble. Like, <laughs> that's the motive yeah. in the end, which is amazing. It's such a it's such an entitled motive. I love it. See, I thought this one was really interesting because, sorry for spoil alerts here, but it's unique in that the killer had nothing to do, was not yes. part of the circle of people that actually committed the crime. So I thought it was really, and it, yeah. And this is one of the ones I was telling you earlier. This is one of those movies that I've seen a few times. And mm-hmm. I realized like, oh, I, it had been so long, or I guess I never pay attention when I watch movies sometimes that I got halfway <laughs> through and I was like, I don't know who the fucking killer is. Here. Um, the so best. I'm like here. so glad. Yeah. It's just cool. Sorry, go ahead. Like, you know, the killer had nothing to do with this. He was really just sacrificing his life for love. Like, which is great. Yep. It's a nice, clever twist. I really thought it was, um, Leah, uh, Leah Pipes' Pipes. character, Jessica. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, that's, that again, that's what makes this movie so much better than at face value what you might think of it, is that it does supersede your expectation by sort of letting Jessica really be the monster she is. And then, you know, just I love every second of every line she says, and I love her death, and I love, you know, 
just her her basically being the ringleader even though she's not quote unquote the lead of the story you know she she does make you want it to be her and then they just keep like spinning your head turning you left to right because you're like is this like a regular movie like all the others or not and i it's just so much better than some remakes man we'll talk a little well, bit more you, but you can definitely tell they're friends you know even though they've gone through shit they might not like each other it's like there's something in there where it shows they kind of care for each other right and i do love how they kind of keep jessica as that red herring because when they all reunite at the mine together and then jessica just straight runs over garrett <laughs> it's the best what did you guys want me to do wait till they stabbed you like duh yeah so, <laughs> so yeah. good uh, uh. and the finale is pretty dope you know before we kind of slide into some other things the finale of this movie is really good it's, it's a classic finale that lasts for like 20 ish minutes so the whole third act is actually like nonstop what's going on in this story. And I I feel like it's just the best, uh, that Jamie Chung scene where she's with the hot tub bubbles and it looks like Jaws. Dragged it really through. looks like yeah. Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's such a good death scene. So original. Um, and, you know, the, uh, the tire iron being the weapon here, another really cool imaginative way to spin uh, a remake, you know, um, <laughs> In the end, Bree's carrying the cane from the original, but I love the tire iron. I was surprised when we got into this like final chapter that there were so many characters still alive. And that's when it hit me where I was like, oh, I have no idea who the killer is. There are so many people here. And yep. we've also thrown in uh, Audrina's name in this movie. We've also thrown in her sister's character, too, into the mix. That's right. Yes. Yes, the Maggie girl who plays Blair. her sister is the best. <laughs> She's the best. Yes, yeah, so, there were just so many characters coming into this final chapter. But yeah, it was definitely really good. They knocked out a lot of people all at once. Yes, and of course we can't forget that Carrie Fisher is the house mother. So she is involved in this final act as well. Um, you know, trying to take this bull down with a shotgun, but sadly not winning. Not um, winning. But yeah, to bring up Audrina's sister's character she's essentially in her bra and underwear for like the final 20 minutes of this movie it's absurd yeah in the best way (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah any any other comments on uh best scenes and things like that before we talk just a little bit about this as a remake no i think i'm good well have you seen the original you know we we've done a couple remakes on here and this one is is a lot like house of wax so how how do you feel about the original or have you seen it so I've read into it very much a classic revenge movie similar to this one, um, but I have not seen yep. it. What do you think? I love it. It's a great time. It is interesting because it's doing something similar, trying to explore, you know, how these women think they like these girls think they can do whatever they want to whoever they want, basically. So the same kind of lesson is being told, but it it isn't exactly the same, just like House of Wax isn't exactly the same as its original either. And so I was just thinking, you know, as a remake, this is such a good movie uh, compared to some some of the remakes, <laughs> Black Christmas, that we've been seeing lately. Yes. <laughs> what about if they were going to reboot this franchise? Would you would you see like a sequel to this movie if they were going to go grab the Rue and Brie and bring them back? Or like, would you see a reboot? I would see a reboot. I would not see a sequel to this because it's... It, it would be hard to do a sequel like Sorority Row because this is what almost 10 years, well, over 10 years 
after the I mean, so yeah, they, it wouldn't, wouldn't be in college anymore. And I would definitely see a reboot of it for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I would see both. I'm absolutely here for a sequel. Like let's get the ruined Brie, like being the house mothers on campus or some shit. Like I am down for that. I will see it, but it would need to be a theatrical release. Like honestly, where okay. I draw the line on, on sequels and reboots is if they're, if a studio didn't do them, it's a no-go, a non-starter for the B. Yeah, I agree. You know what? If they were like house mothers or something, I guess they would just have to see how it is. Uh, but right. absolutely, I would be down for sure. Yeah, much more open. Um, but you touched on this a little bit. If we were in this situation, which you also nailed, is really similar to I Know What You Did Last Summer, um, how do you think you would react? What would you do? I, I always think about this, too. Um, I would go to the cops right away because I think it's a funny Same. joke and Avi, they didn't for this to happen. The guy was dumb to stab a character like that. I've just, you know, I've seen too many scary movies like this. Clearly, someone is always affected by this. In this situation, the killer wasn't even part of it. So just go to the cops and call it a day. Like someone's going, <laughs> something's going to happen to the rest of us. Like, and in this movie, it changed the rules where, you know what, someone who wasn't even a part of our circle at the like when this person died is the one that killed us mm -hmm. all. So for sure, like, just go to the cops. What about you? I mean, honestly, this, I agree fully. You know, I think I would promise to protect whoever didn't want me to tell on them because I would be a lot like Brie where I wouldn't want to have to keep the secret, but to protect someone, maybe I would. You know, if it what? was you really? our, our buddy Paige. If it was Paige, I would absolutely protect Paige. I would not want Paige to have to be involved. I... But like, I would still go to the cops I would and I'd be like, cops, look, we played yeah. this prank. Like it was me this and like happened. two two people, but I cannot give you their names. Like I I would definitely go to the police, but I, I feel like I might be able. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd only get something like accessory. You know, it is a prank so after thing. all. I feel but like, hopefully yeah, they I, wouldn't I, like make an example out of you. You know, that should happen sometimes too. Wouldn't well, want that. Thing. I think in all these situations, you know, and I get I get it. You know, it's a lot of panic. Someone's dead. It's really easy to lose sight of the reality of the situation. And I don't right. know why everyone's like, let's just get rid of the body. Like, why is that the go-to? Like, no, if it was an accident, just fucking call the cops. Well, I guess that's the weird thing. You know, like, people are obsessed with true crime. I know I am. And movies, a lot of the time, show you that the police won't believe you or someone won't believe you. So I think that's what these characters get into their head is that no one's going to believe that this was a prank. So maybe we should be like, they might. <laughs> What's our town? What are the cops like in our town? They might believe it was a prank. Maybe we don't have to cover it up. But I just know we'd never get away with it. And so I would much rather be like, I'm going to tell the cops it was a prank. If you really think they're going to, you know, freak out or something, then just get out of here. But only if you're Paige, you know? Everyone else stay. Hey, you. <laughs> Everyone better else, you better keep this Everyone fucking stay. secret. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone else stay. Paige, you can leave though. But it is, it is interesting how it, every time without fail, nobody is ever being like, guys, we, someone should go to the cops. Like, I almost want to see a horror movie, and maybe I'll try to write this in someday. But where, where, where kids have to keep a secret, and one of them is on their way to tell when they get killed. You know, like there has to be more than just the same exploration of like can you keep a secret or maybe one where they do tell the cops and they still get fucked yeah i mean you and i are working on these things behind the scenes but either way sorority row is the best for promoting inspiration in us right yeah, exactly. yes 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 
All right. Well, we are nearing the end. Any final comments on Sorority Row or the genre before we go? Uh, I mean, I love the genre, so I'm just excited to see more of it, more twists. Same. Well, we'll that's what we'll do. We'll write a Greek Greek life horror movie together. That'll be our job. Yes. 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 Easter yeah, one. I love this Easter genre. Yeah, yes, right. We have a couple on the list, but keep track. Um, yeah, like like you said, love this genre, love this movie. I'm so glad we talked about it. Um, it's it's the best. Okay, that wraps it up for us. Thank you again for listening in and talking with us about Sorority Row and the best Greek life horror movies. Yes, we'll be back together for Scream Queens on Monday at 7 p.m. to react and respond to episode five of the Hulu original series, Only Murders in the Building live here on stereo and available to stream on all podcast platforms yes make sure to follow us on instagram i'm at shani b movies and he's at rob alex 86 to stay up to date with all of our content and if you like action movies you can catch me talking the classic gerard butler film olympus has fallen on movie buffs tuesday at 4 p.m also on stereo all right well thanks again everyone see you next time yes love you the most we nailed it love you bye (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.